0: Greetings, and welcome to today's topic of shine wherever you are. And again, we have with us our guest co-host, Karen Robinson, and she's a senior executive at a mental health agency, and she's also a six-year breast cancer survivor. So welcome back. Thank you. Yes. So um, this topic, shine wherever you are, I really wanted to talk about this with you a little bit because... I know at some point in your life you worked in a male-dominated institution. I know you did the Air Force and maybe some others. And so how is it to be a woman in a male-dominated environment? You
1: have, being a woman in a male-dominated, you find yourself having to dummy down a lot Mm -hmm. um, because you're not taken seriously or... Your intelligence is not noticed, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's how it's been and I think it started for me as as early as kindergarten hmm. I mean okay um they wanted to uh skip me a couple times my mother didn't want didn't allow them to because she wanted me to stay in my age group and some of the friends that I had. Like spelling bees, I would miss words, so they would still be my friend.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) So I was used to dummying down. Mm -hmm. Um, I've grown up dummying down, not having anyone really realize how kind of smart I was Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be a nerd. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with the in crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted people to like me. And you know, being really smart is not good if you want to be in the end crowd. Hmm. Um so I my life has been in that pattern. So in the working world, especially in the military, um we could I didn't have jobs that I was able to show my intelligence. I worked in um like supply, Mm -hmm. which is like a warehouse. Even though I worked in the office, that's supposed to be more um, feminine Mm
0: -hmm. than working
1: in the warehouse. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I initially went to the Air Force to be an air traffic controller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My test scores were high enough for that. But by the time I enlisted, there weren't any more jobs available in that field Mm -hmm. so I was pushed into supply Mm -hmm. in the warehouse even though I worked in the office Mm -hmm. so I've had a history of being not being able to show my capabilities or how smart I was in in society Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah it's been like that for for a while I've worked in um, other offices And I've had someone to tell me, an accountant I used to work for, because he knew I was going, now don't show them all you know how to do. Hmm. And I mean, this was a male. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, why wouldn't I show them all that I know (laughs) how to do? (laughs) I mean, but that's how being in a male society, you're not supposed to show all of that Mm -hmm. initially. But I was raised to do your job. The best that you can. My mother used to tell us, I don't care what you do if you be a trash collector. Mm -hmm. You do it to the best of your ability and you go be above and beyond. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're African American. We've always had to work harder than the next person. Mm -hmm. So I've always done that but not been appreciated for Mm -hmm. it. Does that make sense? And that's that's Mm -hmm. reality. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of women in the workforce. Okay.
0: Yeah. So has that changed over time or how have you come to the top?
1: I I finally, I met someone at a job that was, um, saw it initially Mm -hmm. and told me you need to be working for yourself. Well, now I'm working with him. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm working with him. Mm -hmm. So, and I was able to. He allowed me to show mm-hmm. my intelligence. Mm-hmm. He gave me the space to do it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and that's very and he is one that says um, he's a believer in men women are more are very intelligent in the workforce, and they're not given the opportunity to show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really has boosted my self-confidence mm-hmm. and my ability and comfortable, being comfortable enough to show just how able and capable I am in doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So with that experience, how would you, um, I guess, assist, let's say, other women who are in the same situation?
1: Don't allow anyone to dummy you down or tell you that it's not your time, mm-hmm. or don't say this, when you know and you're confident in what you're saying is correct, um, don't allow it. If that person doesn't look li- if that male or that person doesn't listen, go to someone else. Mm-hmm. Just don't ever give up, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm.
0: And so are there women in your space that you are now helping them to yeah uplifted? Yes,
1: yes. Um I think as women, as for me, I have to speak for myself, but as women I've seen in different scenarios when women will allow a male to dominate them. And this is just not in the workplace. This is in in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um with family. In any type of relationship, we are well, we're portrayed as, black women are portrayed as bossy. We're portrayed as, you know, the um, B, the B word <laughs> a lot. We're angry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's especially when you have a confident and intelligent and not oh, what's the word? Uh, it's not arrogant but more confident. Mm-hmm it intimidates Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. of men that don't know how to accept that Mm -hmm. um and that can be my brother (laughs) that can be my best friend my cousin Mm -hmm. um yeah so I've had to deal with that a lot Mm -hmm.
0: so that's interesting um now that has not been my experience like um, however, I have been in situations where, let's say, there's an all-female room. And there are certain females who will be the leaders of the group, very outspoken, that type of thing. But you add one man to the group, and then everybody, now they, the most outspoken ones, they don't know what to do. Like, we need you to tell us, mister, <laughs> what we need to do. So I've been in situations like that, and I'm just like...
1: What what just happened here? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I haven't had that experience. Um, I think probably because I tend to be quiet. And so I think in general, people think a certain way about quiet people anyway. Which I didn't know that. I didn't know that people thought that if you were quiet, that you just didn't have anything in your brain. I didn't know that, but... I learned
1: that. <laughs> or they think that you're weak mm-hmm. and let people run over top mm-hmm. of you because you're quiet. Right. But they just don't know you on the other side.
0: Right. And so I think, um, I haven't had troubles like negotiating men and that type of thing, but I think one of the things for me is I don't I never felt like I needed to be seen or for people to appreciate me for a certain thing. Um, And I always felt like if you need to say something, I just want to let you say it. If that's going to make you feel good, then (laughs) then go ahead. And I never felt the need to, you know, I don't really even know how to explain what I'm saying, except I just let people be who they are. And so I never felt like people didn't respect me for what I knew or whatever. And um, I think the way I negotiated things is I see people as individuals mm-hmm. and I deal with people one-on-one versus seeing them as another ego. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Okay.
1: <laughs> and and, and that's, that's the best way to be. But why... Just like you said, you saw it in a room. What do you think that was about? Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so I mean, totally, I know that we have the gender inequalities, like I know that, and I'm thinking, because I've never experienced it yourself, right myself, I'm thinking of, okay well, how did I negotiate it differently than other women, for example um and I think, the, like I say, the main thing is that I'm a quiet person anyway. So I never had that need to be seen or anybody to say, oh, you're smart. Like, I just never had that need. Um, and even though, because you were saying about when you were a young person and being smart was a hard place to be. And I've, I've heard people say that. And that yes. it was not the case for me. It like, was hard. <laughs> and I just remember... If I when I get on the school bus and it's report card day, and everybody's like, "Let me see your report card." Oh, I never wanted to show mine. Yeah. So, but they would be like, "Oh my God!" Like she's got all A's, and then everybody's like handing me bubble gum and bubble gum. I would have like stacks of bubble gum because all the kids would be so proud of me, and they're like, "What's your mama going to give you for?" <laughs> so that was you know that was my experience and. um I remember people would. It was a time when people were saying things like um, "acting white." Like they would say, "People are acting mm-hmm. white if they were smart." I never experienced that I did. at all.
1: I <laughs> did because of the honors classes that I was in. It was all white people. Mm-hmm. So the and I grew up in subsidized housing. Mm-hmm. So all my friends weren't in my classes. Mm-hmm. All the I, grew, I went to TJ. So. I was in all honors classes, and all the classes that I was in, they weren't the people that I would hang with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I I I understand that. I mean, mm-hmm. I experienced that, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to act white, mm-hmm. so I wanted to be like everybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the people where I grew up at. So, yeah, they didn't know. Well, actually. I failed those classes because my counselors wouldn't let me out of them. So I would sit there. I know. It it sounds crazy. But I would sit there and wouldn't do nothing. Do anything. And then one time when I took the test, he said, the the teacher, oh, you want smart. (laughs) Oh, I mean, oh, so you do be listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just choose not to answer because I want out of these classes. Mm -hmm. So I could be with my friends Mm -hmm. because the people that were in there, They were my friends, and I felt uncomfortable. I I didn't never have, I never had classes with my friends. Yeah,
0: so, but I, I do think that our experience has a lot to do with how we think of ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. So I think even whether we were children and feeling picked on because maybe we were smart and maybe our friends weren't so smart, Um, Or as adults and we're in a conference room and we don't feel like we have the voice because of whatever reason um, I think a lot of it has to do with how we feel about ourselves and How we how we talk to ourselves how we think of the world how we're viewing the world And so even though the world may be saying a certain thing that doesn't mean that we have to embrace that
1: And that's so true because during those times my self-esteem was low I didn't think I was worthy mm-hmm. to be considered smart right. or intelligent. And that has just manifested within the last few years, mm-hmm. ten years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that I can understand. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm.
0: So what things um, would you say could help a person to stand in their own truth versus giving their self away to whatever society there is.
1: Believe your, believe in your capabilities, um, and know them within your heart without mm-hmm. having to show it mm-hmm. or prove yourself.
0: Right, right.
1: And that's what I think that was bothering me. I didn't know how to show my capabilities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. feeling like I have to prove this to someone. and I think that's what a lot of women do in society try to prove themselves to someone
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so um, I think too that a lot of times you can just like these spiritual principles that we typically talk about on the podcast I think they can be applied to anything and everything and so when we talk about shining wherever you are like just like what you were saying about feeling confident in yourself and understanding your own worth and your own capabilities like that's a part of it like that's a huge part of shining wherever you are and if there's like you were saying when you were younger you didn't necessarily feel that but I think that we can do practices that will allow us to shine anyway. And so, even you know, one of the things that I always say is if you're in a situation where you're dealing with people who you might perceive to be difficult people, then if you send your energy ahead of yourself and you send out loving vibrations, then the whole interaction changes. And so if you know you're going into this conference room and you know it's going to be big old man who's going (laughs) to... (laughs) try to bully everything you can send your energy ahead of time and um, it's like they magically pick up on it on the energy and also there's nothing wrong with just having a conversation with that person like talking to them one on one um, it's almost like divide and conquer, so to speak. But it's like when you take the time to get to know somebody and express, like, your own feelings to them and allowing them to express to you, then it just changes the whole ball game. It does. Mm-hmm.
1: If that, when you put it that way, it does change mm-hmm. the whole ball game. if you meet them where they are. Right. Exactly. Where they are. And then they'll be able to accept you more and you'll be able to accept them mm-hmm. more. Yeah, yeah, that does work. Yeah.
0: It's like... When you see another person as a person, it makes them or allows them to see you as a person. As a person. Exactly.
1: And they will end up giving you the respect that you give them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. That works. Mm-hmm. Once you put it that way, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I wasted a lot of <laughs> <laughs> energy. <laughs> Unworthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, we do that because like, there's no reason for us to feel unworthy. So exactly. each of us has a gift, you know, and we don't always know what our gift is. But we're here for a reason. It's something that we have to offer the world. And so I think if we stand in that truth and in, in our own truth that I'm, it's something I have to offer um, and then just start shining. And the thing, too, is if you can see the shine in someone else then Mm -hmm. you know it's got to be a shine in you Mm -hmm. as well. And so it's just kind of just realizing um, it's almost like stepping outside of yourself for a moment. I think we get so, it's almost like we're so self-centered that we can't see that we are greater than what we pretend to be, if that makes any sense.
1: That makes a (laughs) lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And you had posted something not too long ago about finding that person. That you were intended to be Mm -hmm. and let it out. Mm -hmm. Yes, Yes. you did. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Yes, so that's all in what you were just talking Mm -hmm.
0: about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so this has been a very interesting topic because we've actually covered a lot. So we were talking about shining wherever you are. And we've talked about shining whether you're in the workplace, um, and this, you know, issues related to gender Right. We've talked about shining even if you're the smartest one in the room, and feeling kind of like everyone else is going to treat you a certain way because you're the smartest one, but also sometimes people would fail to shine because um of their age, yes. maybe they're too young they think they're so young and they're not supposed to step up um and just could be a whole gamut of reasons why you don't feel like you're supposed to be who you are. And um, I think um, we've talked a little bit about um, the whole ideal of being confident, um, feeling worthy, and then also tapping into that little extra thing and, and remembering your own divinity, remembering who you are, and being able to send that energy out to other people. Mm-hmm. So, Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. Well, thank you You're welcome. for being here. I enjoyed that topic. Um, I think that'll give a lot of people... Um, no matter where they are, and not feeling like they can be who they are. Yes. give them food for thought. Yes. Yeah, so thanks a whole bunch. All right. All right. And thank you guys for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you next week, right back here, Wednesday, um, at Speak the Universe, Listen. And please make sure you visit my website at rvetmcclain.com. And if you haven't subscribed, click the red link below. Until next time.